the Cotton Bowen Fair Park. And we're joined now by Ryan Aber from the Oklahoman. Hey, Ryan, let's talk Oklahoma offense a little bit. Uh, the Sooners running game. Is it time to maybe turn loose uh, the, the quarterback Rattler and let him, let him get loose a little bit in the running game? Oh, I'm I'm not sure how much more they want to do about that, especially with uh, what they've got behind him. And, and you certainly don't want to put him in a position to get hurt. Now, you know, last week against Iowa State, we saw some good things with Spencer Rattler moving around in the pocket and uh, making some plays happen with his feet. But really what they've got to do in the, to get the running game going is to block better because this offensive line has, has been together for a long time. They've played – uh, some good football, but they're just not doing that this year. And, you know, I thought we saw against the Cyclones uh, that T.J. Pledger and, and Seth McGowan can be good players when you can get the, in the ball in space, but they haven't had uh, much room to work at all through the early part of the season, and that's got to change, I think, before anything else changes with this offense. Are you surprised the defense hasn't taken more of a step forward under Alex Grinch, or I guess just how would you kind of assess their performance through a couple games? Yeah, absolutely. I'm surprised. And I'm actually uh, writing about this right now for, for tomorrow's Oklahoma. And that, uh, you know, this defense it took some steps forward last year and looked like they were ready to start really making a breakthrough. Um, and yes, they lost uh, a lot of their really productive players from last year. So I'm not so sure we should have expected some big uh, leap from them. But it's been really disappointing, and, and the players that are the most disappointing so far are guys that have played a ton of football, guys like Pat Fields and, and Brendan Radley-Hiles in, in the defensive backfield, Trey Brown, uh, those kind of guys. And uh, uh, you wonder if it's not time for them to give some of those young players that Alex Grinch has recruited and, uh, and, and brought aboard as he's focused on more height back there, more speed back there. Uh, even if you're not 100% comfortable they're ready, uh, maybe it's the time to, to peel the Band-Aid off and, and give those guys a shot. You mentioned the, the back end, and that's uh, obviously one of Texas's strengths is quarterback play and senior quarterback Sam Ellinger with, uh, with 14 touchdown passes. Is that one of the keys then in this football game? Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, OU's got to find a way to, one, uh, on, on the help out their secondary with the front end and the pass rush. And they got after Brock, Brock Purdy a fair amount last week, except for uh, they didn't bring him down until the re really the end of the game. And, and Purdy was able to make some plays to, to, to burn those secondary guys. But those guys have to play better. I mean, we've seen better out of Pat Fields, out of uh, Brendan Radley-Hiles, Trey Brown, and on and on and on, uh, we just haven't seen it this year. And what made OU's defense, I thought, uh, effective last year when they were is their ability to absolutely take number one receivers out of the game with Parnell Motley. And uh, we haven't seen that this year. We, you know, Instead, we've seen the opposite, that uh, top receivers are able to run wild against the Sooners. Who do you think this game is more important for? It's kind of a weird year for this rivalry uh oklahoma staring two straight losses in the face three if they lose or or is it texas coming off a, a loss to tcu well i i think it's texas just because of where the programs are i mean uh it, you know after all the talk about texas being back a couple years ago when they made the big 12 title game and uh performed well in the bowl they haven't taken the next step forward and, and have regressed so 
Uh, and I think it's more important for Texas because Lincoln Riley has a track record. I don't think there's anybody that uh, doubts that he can get uh, the Sooners turned around again, even if they have a really rough season. But with Tom Herman, you start to wonder if you lose this game, you know, just what direction this program is headed in. So it's important for both sides. There's no doubt about that. More important this week than, than ever before in this rivalry uh, outside of the championship implications, which are, are often on the line here. But, uh, uh, you know, both these teams need to win, but I think Texas needs it just a little bit more. Right. We've talked a million times about Oklahoma winning streaks, but as, as, uh, as we just mentioned, uh, you, you rarely talk about uh, an Oklahoma losing streak, and, I, and I'm, I'm assuming that that is just driving people in Norman nuts right now. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, the last time OU had a losing streak in the regular season uh, was was 1999, Bob Stoops' first year. And, uh, you know, they, they haven't lost two consecutive regular season games since then. So there is a, a lot of anxiousness and, and wonder about what direction this program is heading, what direction the season is heading. But uh, they've been close. In, in really both these games to breaking through. And, you know, if they're sitting here 3-0, and having beat these two teams, then, yes, there's a lot of concerns. But, you know, the sky isn't falling. But when you lose games, especially to, to Kansas State and Iowa State, two programs that, while good and in good positions and, and with great coaches, you know, OU fans don't believe they should ever uh, lose to anybody who's not a college football blue blood. And uh, it, it certainly caused some heartburn here in Norman. So I know it's still – they don't have a lot of margin of error, Ryan, with, with the two losses, but can they take solace in the fact that as um, kind of topsy-turvy the Big 12 has been so far and inconsistent, there's still a path here for a Big 12 title game if they, if they can right the ship? Yeah, certainly if they can win out, there's a, a good shot that they would make the Big 12 title game. Uh, you know, Obviously you need at least uh, a, a touch of help, but not very much at all to make that happen. So – um, they're saying a lot of the similar things that we've seen them say in past years when they lose lose games, which is everything's in front of them. You know, obviously, a, a, a playoff berth is, is probably out of reach at this point. Um, we'll see how that plays out. But, uh, but yeah, there's, there's still things for this team to play for. Now, if you lose on Saturday, though, uh, a lot of that stuff goes out the window. We mentioned uh, Spencer, a redshirt freshman. What has the development uh, at that quarterback position been like for him this year? Well, I think uh, he's been fantastic, and, and you can uh, break down a lot of the stuff that's happened and, and, and put some of this blame on him, especially with the uh, late-game interceptions that he's thrown. But, uh, you know, for all the problems that Oklahoma has had in these two games, Spencer Rattler – has not been one of them. They wouldn't be in the position they are without him. I mean, he's thrown for almost a thousand yards, ten touchdowns. Has had the four interceptions uh, through the early part of the season, but he's been as advertised. I think the thing for uh, people following OU and, and specifically OU fans, they need to realize that there's going to be some growing pains with a redshirt freshman quarterback, and these are the things that you see. They've had polished quarterbacks here for really uh, five years. You know, going back to, to Baker Mayfield and then on to Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts, all of those guys went through that growing process somewhere else, came to OU, and then were 
especially in Baker's case, wasn't uh, the finished product when he set, set on the field as a Sooner, but he had learned a lot of those lessons that Spencer Rattler is learning right now. Ryan, uh, not to throw you too much for a loop, but I did want to ask you about a local guy, Tanner Mordecai. Um, I know Rattler really seemed to have this job wrapped up kind of early in the off season, and we always see players transfer. Uh, I know you guys probably don't get to talk to the backup quarterback a lot, but where do you think Tanner goes from here now that Rattler appears to at least have the job at the moment? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, you know, I, I think they they like Tanner uh, Mordecai and, and what he can do, but he, he's not Spencer Rattler, and, and you see that with the arm strength. You see that with the, you know, really everything that, that Rattler does uh, through the first three games of the season so far. But I, I think Tanner Mordecai can certainly be an effective quarterback it's going to come down to, you know, does he want to try to see what happens at OU? And we've seen so often when uh, guys stick around that, that they can be rewarded for that in some ways. Uh, but also, you certainly wouldn't begrudge him if he decides, especially with Caleb Williams, another five-star kid uh, coming in next year, um, if he decides it's better, off for, it's better off for him to go play somewhere else, especially with the the time uh, that he's put in and the, the eligibility that he has left. Cause uh, it, you know, if he works it right, he can graduate and still have a couple of years to go play somewhere. Hey Ryan, we appreciate the time. Uh, look forward to the game on Saturday, 11 o'clock kick Texas in Oklahoma. Hey, and we appreciate you being on the program with us today. Absolutely. Thank you all for having me on as always.